That's like uh, missing in action. Yeah, missing in action. Yeah, and uh, like the Indian guy at the beginning who has like they call him Indian. Like he's literally yeah. India Indian, and mm-hmm. they call him a Native American. Like guys, <laughs> if you're gonna be racist, at least be the right kind of racist. <laughs> like, is it as bad as like John Wayne as Genghis Khan? Well, no, it's just very funny because they refer... It's 1984 or whatever, so they refer to him as an Indian. Gotcha. But he's literally like an India Like East Asian guy. Yeah, yeah, but they call him like Johnny Eagle or something. (laughs) What's up, Chief? Yeah, and I I was watching it with Brad and I pointed it out immediately and he's like, no, no, no. And then it got to the credits and it was like Sanjay Singh or something. I was like, I fucking told you, man. Like, they got racism wrong, even. <laughs> ah, oh. Chuck Norris. Well, that's like one of my favorite joke in Super Troopers. When the other guy was uh, making fun of Ramathorn, talking about, why don't you go get yourself a burrito? Yeah. And turns around, he's like, he thinks I'm Mexican. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. It was beautiful. Man, I like the second Super Troopers. I didn't get to see it. Man, it's... It's stupid. It's real fucking stupid, but if you were expecting to watch The Broken Lizards and have, like, an intellectual comedy, like, it's just as dumb as everything else they've ever made, and it Mm. fucking rules. I want to see that new one where they're, like, firemen. Yeah, I heard about that. I I haven't looked into it any, but I heard that it was being made, and I was like, ooh, I haven't seen anything from them in a while. I've seen, like, a clip or two of it, and I don't know how they sustain it, but the clips I saw were fucking hilarious. Nice. I, uh... I, I got kind of turned off to them because I remember, like, I didn't like Club Dread very much. I think it was Club Dread. And nah. then they made another one. And then when, like, Slammin' Salmon came out, I was like, oh, I don't need any of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I heard that it was actually really good. And I'm like, man, now I got to look up the Slammin' Salmon. <laughs> <sighs> There's one more thing on my mind. Oh, yeah, Slammin' Salmon. Yeah. Yeah. What was the. Got Beer Fest, Beer Pump? What was that? Oh, yeah, movie? Beer Fest ruled. Fucking love that movie. <laughs> Uh, See, and that's why, like, when we talk about movies doing, like, podcasts and shit, like, you can't really talk about a comedy, because it's just going to be the two of us sitting here, like, quoting a movie, and just being mm-hmm. like, hey, remember this part? Yeah. It, it was funny, because they talked about drinking goat's piss. That's, well, you know, the funny <laughs> thing is, before that movie, I never thought of Cloris Leachman as anything but, like, Phyllis or something from TV. But apparently, she'd always been that nasty, and that's how she would normally talk, so they just... Let her go. Hell yeah. So, like, those are the exact kind of jokes that she would normally make, so they just let her go. It was amazing. Wasn't it? Mm, now I feel real stupid. Isn't it Cloris Leachman that's in Young mm-hmm. Frankenstein? Absolutely. Yeah, Frau right. Blucher. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, mm, it's been a while since I've watched Young Frankenstein, and my knowledge of Cloris Leachman is very limited. Uh, Pretty much to Young Frankenstein and Beer Fest, I believe. Well, there was an, oh, God, I can't remember, Raising Hope. She was in that. She played the grandma in that TV oh. series. One of the few TV series I watched from front to back, and I couldn't stop watching it. It was hilarious. If you ever get a chance, check out one or two episodes. Uh, yeah. I'm notoriously bad at watching TV. Me too. Like, I got an hour and a half for a movie. I don't have 15 to watch this entire story that you want to tell me. Get uh, it done in an hour and a half. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. But mm. no, you were you were gonna say something. Oh, it's I just think. that I know I'd forgotten, so it's all good. <laughs> sure, man. There was a whole point that I was gonna make. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where were we? Go- ah, it doesn't matter. In about forty-five minutes, that point will come back to me and be lost <laughs> on both of us when I bring it back up. It'll yeah, be great. Right in the middle of making another point about the film that we're doing this week, and hey, everybody, welcome <laughs> to Hor- that was a fucking shit intro we did. I liked Whatever. it. I liked it. <laughs> Man, you it's, just getting, it's getting worse and worse as we go along. You should have just committed. It's Nobody like, would have known the difference. Man, we're like the cataracts of podcasts. <laughs> like, the lines just get blurrier and everything just sucks even more the further it goes. And, hey, everybody, welcome to Horror Vomit, where we talk about horror movies so you don't have to. And have existential crises. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Fuck it. Woo. My, my name is Chris Pfaff, I think. But who cares anymore? And I'm one of your hosts. I am James Marino, and I'm the other one of your hosts. And this week, uh, we were asked to do a film. James, who asked us to... You don't have to name names. I'm sure you didn't ask them if we could say their name onto the internet. They know who they are. Uh, we were tasked with watching 2002's May, May. by uh, one of old, old Milky's associates over here. Uh, written and directed by Lucky McKee, uh, starring Angela Bettis as May, Jeremy Sisto as Adam, Anna Ferris as Polly, and some other folks. Yeah. I, I didn't care to write nah. Like, there, there's kind of a large cast. Yeah, but nobody who is anybody that it, we just... And nobody who's, like, really in it for too long, besides mm-hmm. May. I mean, except for Anna Ferris. Yeah, and Jeremy Sisto, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, everybody's not. there's not even a that guy in that movie. There's nobody recognizable where I can go, oh, I saw them in, you know. Well, Jeremy Sisto, I mean, he was in uh, Suicide Kings. Right, but I'm just saying, you'd think there'd be more. Yeah. But no, there, there wasn't. Um, The doctor, he's the dude who plays like the, if they need a larger Middle Eastern man in any film. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I did not recognize him. Yeah, he's not like anybody who you, whose name you would know, though. It's just, oh, it's that fucking guy. Oh, I, I loved it. I loved the way he played that character. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we'll get to that. Ooh. All right. Done. So, James, I, I think this might be a good one because I think we have a, a slight difference in opinion regarding 2002's May. May. Hit me. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Watch me now. Huh. Huh. Step on a good foot. Huh. All we right. should just start doing James Brown. Gonna beat my wife. Huh. Gonna smack her with a tire iron. Huh. Shit. Maybe we shouldn't do James Brown, uh, if that's what you're going to do. No, that's a Dead Milkman song. But, <laughs> oh. Whew, this, all right, May, let's fucking... Okay. The train wow. kept a rolling. All that long. Why don't we talk about the movie, and I'll tell you what I liked about it, instead of trying to do the whole unrolling at the very beginning. Then do it. Talk uh, about the movie. I will, I will. I'll give a quick, uh, <laughs> quick recap. You want me to try Quit to recap? Quit your goddamn coffee and talk into the microphone. I gotta talk about this fucking movie. Okay. Lazy-eyed girl with okay, a crazy, okay, creepy doll. Okay, I want to stop doll. you there. Yeah. Because that doesn't fucking matter. Oh, come on. It, Any, okay. It's supposed, no, it's supposed I, to I'm define sorry. her. I, I brought it to a grinding halt immediately, and it's I okay. apologize. No, it's supposed to be character-defining, because they sure spend a lot of time talking about it. But all the... Okay. I'm going to go off on a quick tangent. 
all the shit that's supposed to oh, move. Oh, fuck you. You're going to yell at me for tangents immediately? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to go on a tangent. Because, you know, that's how I am. But, yeah, just nothing seemed to be... Like, you know, when you see an origin story where you know somebody's going to be the killer because you just know they are. At least terrible, terrible shit happens to him. Now, like for her, just mild, mildly, you know, okay, yeah, one of your parents is really controlling. And uh, I don't know, you got a doll and a lazy eye. Come on. Now you're going to go kill people. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, her, boy. Her, uh, uh, one of her defining moments in childhood was when her mother made her wear an eye patch and another like five-year-old boy asked her if she was a pirate, which is a legitimate question for a five-year-old. Right. And, and it's and this the kid was completely heartbroken, but I'm looking at it going, I, I, every kid I know would be like, yeah, I'm a pirate, and I would have said R, made a hook with their hand, and ran to the playground. So speaking of uh, recognizable faces in this, did you recognize who Young May's father was? No. Kevin Gage. From? Heat. Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. He's Wayne Grow in Heat. Oh, my God. And he's in this movie for, like, 12 seconds of screen time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. As soon as I started, I was like, that's the fucking dude from Heat. <laughs> yes, He's in a is. bunch of other movies, too. He's uh, he's the dude that busts Johnny Depp in Blow. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's the dude that sets him... Or he's the agent in Blow. Yeah. Look at the brain on Chris. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's in a bunch of other shit, too, but those are the first two that came right wow. to him. Wow. Like, why is Kevin Gage here? The fact that you had that at your fingertips amazes me. He might have been in Ronin, too. I don't remember. I have not seen... No, no shit. I did see Ronin. No, I think that was Alexander Skarsgård. I know they don't look anything alike, but uh, Kevin Gage usually plays a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But so, I think it's Skarsgård that's the bad guy. And, and, I'm sure it's very well, important. But anyway, Kevin Gage. Wow, we're, we're trying really hard not to talk about this movie, aren't we? I Man, I'm avoiding it like a son of a bitch. Uh, well. So, she has a lazy eye and she's given a doll for her birthday by her mom. Yeah, and, uh, and her mom's you know, kind of freaky. But, uh, let's see. <sighs> oh, the, 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 I'll I, define I wanna, the movie for you. The on, one I, line. I want to push back on that, her yeah. mom's a little freaky moment yeah. right off the bat. She gave her daughter a doll, and she's very particular and weird about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But she wasn't, like, a psychopath. No, no, no. And and again, there's nothing here that would turn somebody that psychotic from that. But it was like they were setting it up that it was supposed to be. Yes, and... I think that kind of lazy setup for this is emblematic of how lazy the rest of this film is. Is Every single time something would finally happen, it would be a, well, Mm. man, that's such a fucking cop-out. Like, you could have done anything cool with this character, with this fucking story, but I I digress. Oh, that's all right. We'll get into it. That's all right, because, uh, oh, first of all, I don't... Where was I going to go with this? Oh, yeah. The, the the movie sets up that this person is going, you know, like this horrible origin story that's not really horrible at all. Yeah. Just minor inconveniences. Mm-hmm. But this She turns is... into a socially awkward adult. Right. With a wicked lazy eye. Yes. And psychotic tendencies like a motherfucker. 
Yeah, uh, but here's again where the entire introduction didn't matter because they solved the lazy eye problem immediately. Yeah, it goes to it and gets contacts and gets it fixed. Yeah, because you can tell the actress clearly, obviously, does not have a severely lazy eye like that. It looks like it hurts her to do that. So oh, I know, I'm like, hands I'm off to Angela them. Bettis. Yeah, because like you can see it twitch every now and again because they do a couple close-ups. Like, man, she's doing great because that looks like it really hurts to do. Yeah, I, I, ooh, well, and I got a, I got an issue with eyes. There, that was one, one of the many issues I had with this movie. But like, if I see somebody touching their eye, it freaks me out. It makes my eyes water, and I, I can't concentrate. It's really weird. So anytime they did something with eyes in this movie, I had to go, oh dear, no, 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 no. But yeah, no, yeah, then it just it, nothing, nothing matched in that yeah. manner. And, and everything seemed to be introduced and resolved like immediately. Mm-hmm. It, there was not very many plant and payoffs because like, yeah, the end of the, I'm going to skip to the end. Fuck yeah. it. She stabs her. Well, no, that's how the film begins. Actually. She stabs herself in the lazy eye. Yeah. That's the first shot we get is her screaming at us. And I, and I'll tell you that, that got me to watch the first half hour. It sure fucking did. Cause as soon as I saw that, I went, all right, <laughs> that's your first offering. Mm. Hell yeah. Movie. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. I mean, it does. Well, I like the fact that it, it bookends, though. It starts with the eye removal and ends with the eye removal. Right, but after the first ten minutes, the lazy eye is never a factor. Yeah, it's never not, once. not addressed. No, it's it's just this is the reason why she's doing the thing she's doing later. Yeah, and it's shown that she's socially awkward and mm-hmm. that uh, guys won't date her because she has a lazy eye. Again, nope. That's not how life works. <laughs> It might be your personality is all I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, she's not that fucking weird. Here's the thing. This movie reminds me of, and I use this as like a touchstone. Do you remember that show New Girl? Yeah. After that came out, you would meet girls that would be like, I'm so wacky and quirky and random. Oh yeah, Manic Pixie Dream Girl, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what this movie's idea of weird people is. Mm. Is that she's like... She just says and does weird things at random, but then mm. she seems completely socially fine in other situations. It's a very inconsistent character, and it no, really bothered me. I know. See, and I, see, I saw something different. I saw the more awkward at the very beginning, and as more blood was spilled, as things happened, her appearance gets more together. Her the way she walks was a little different. The way she looked at people was different. So as it was like, once she realized what she was going to do, she became empowered and less meek. And the only time she reverted back to that old part was when she was rattled. That's what I saw. Right. But it's like the, the things that this movie thinks is like, oh, weird girl stuff. Like uh, when Adam goes to her house and takes a drink and goes, is this Gatorade? Like, completely blown away that this weird girl, like, yeah, man, I'm sure somebody has given you Gatorade. <laughs> like, what's the big fucking deal? Mm-hmm. That, that's not something that should blow you away. I don't know why. Just, like, little things in this film really grab me, and I just ha- zeroed in on them. Just like, well, that's stupid. That doesn't make sense. That's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And once I get on that train, it really bothers me. Plus, which, which, to me, though, the Gatorade spoke to the fact that she was sheltered. And that was a little kid's idea of what grown-ups did at dinner. Because they had the wine glass, she put the Gatorade in the wine glass. So a lot of the things that she's doing 
when she's not being completely fucking crazy ass psycho is way kids would behave around, you know, pretending to be an adult. And that seemed pretty cool to me too. These are, these are a couple of the things that I liked about this movie. And it's I, weird that you dislike them completely. And I'm like, I saw we, I think you and I saw a completely different movie again. Uh-huh. And there was a couple things that really bothered me that they almost made her seem stupid, which really bothered me. Just little things like, uh, Right before she kills that cat and she tries to light a cigarette and she lights it in the middle. You are a 20 some odd year old woman. You have seen people. Don't make your character act stupid. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. It seems like a disservice to her character. I didn't even notice that. And there was another moment too that was a little bit later that just, mm, Mm. it really ate at me. Like, no, that's... That's not how anybody, regardless of being sheltered, she clearly has a job. She is out in society. Yeah. Like, yeah, weird people exist. Mm -hmm. And it's... mm. All right, go on. What else did you like? Actually, though, if you think about it, if you think about the acceptance we have for weirdness, the acceptance... we, We can recognize an autistic person in general. Like, everybody knows kind of what it is. Um, a lot of the, in general, we have a more accepting, so it's not as weird to us as it would have been 20 years ago when this movie was made. So like some of the things that the way she presented was almost autistic and the fact that she couldn't, she couldn't, um, make meaningful conversation without practicing it first. Um, she couldn't really do anything without modeling the behavior before she tried it, you know, whether sheltered or because of her brain chemistry. So that would that would fit in with our views of what that was like 20 years ago we're looking at it through our eyes now and so i kind of saw and i guess it's because one of my kids is on the spectrum and i saw some of the behaviors in her and i'm like okay well that might have been vilified back at that time and so well since i that's not something that like immediately pops in my brain it was just kind of like oh she's just weird but that does make sense, and that almost makes this movie kind of gross as well. Mm-hmm. I don't like this movie, James. I, I don't like this movie at all. Well, here, I was uh, pissed at this movie by telling me exactly what the fuck it was going to be within the first, what, three minutes? Uh, yes. I, I didn't see the uh, what she does at the end coming. I, I clocked that as soon as I heard that line. I knew exactly how this movie was going to end. I just wanted to see what they, how they did it. And actually, that I think that's just me being a dummy because they very much make it very pointed with all the doll parts laying around. With the fact that she's at the sewing machine every three seconds, mm-hmm. because and she's suturing in the, th- you know, that was like, the other thing that made me very mad because they had made the character stupid when she gets into a tug of war with blind kids over her uh, doll. And it falls and she gets glass in her hands and she's rubbing it into her eyes. Okay. Again, she is a grown woman who has a job, is out in society. Mm. Everyone knows do not rub glass into your eyes. That is making your character look stupid. Mm. And I don't like that. See, I was I was trying to figure that one out too. And I'm like, are they going to... Is that how they're showing that she's completely lost lost it with reality i again i don't know because again she gets into a a tug of war with blind she brought a doll to show blind children a doll in a glass box to show 
blind kids. What are, they can't even feel the, the fucking thing. And that box was, uh, the glass in it was shattering. There were shards of glass that those kids could have cut their hands on. Why don't you feel this broken glass? At, well, anyone working at that center, she would have walked in and been like, no, you can't have that around fucking blind kids. What do you think? Get out of here, May. The you fact, fucking weirdo. The fact that, hey, for, hey, I'd like to work with these specific children if it's okay with you. <laughs> Nothing sinister about this, is there? <laughs> Can I work with these specific kids right here? Yeah, and that was another thing that, like, it really bothered me was at the beginning when she meets uh, Jeremy Sisto and says something about, like, well, I've never had a boyfriend. There's no fucking way. <laughs> There's no goddamn way. No, because not only does she sort of, uh, I guess, get a boyfriend for lack of a better term, she also gets a girlfriend. Okay, now I want to know how this trailer goblin <laughs> is pulling Anna Ferris <laughs> and Jason Patrick over here. Come on, Jeremy Sisto. Whatever. Wait, what? What did we decide that he looked like? Oh, uh, an, an above average but not stellar looking white man. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> But no, seriously, dude. He's one of those guys that like, yeah, of course he's in May. You could afford him. That's right. <laughs> it's thematically similar, but legally distinct. <laughs> Jason Patrick. <laughs> but that's the star of Lost Boys and Narc. Oh. You ever seen Narc? No, I saw Clockers. <laughs> cool. Well, he was in that too. All right. Yeah. Hey, I know stuff. <laughs> Wasn't the question that I asked, but thanks. Hey, come on! I was trying to, I was trying to defer here. But yeah, all of a sudden she goes from have nobody having any interest in her whatsoever to just pulling all sorts of ass. Like, there, I've met dudes who you meet a weird girl with a fucking lazy eye. That's not a deal breaker. Mm-mm, nope. But and also you got to think about if you think about like the crazy pretty matrix. Like, how much crazy are you willing to put up with? You put up with a lot more right. than the Matrix would normally allow, is all I'm saying. But, like, all right, and I, I kind of want to just stick on some of the things that I didn't like about just the character, mm-hmm. May. Um, I think they tried to heap too much on to her character. Mm-hmm. If Had they simplified it a little, mm-hmm. it maybe just left out the whole doll thing. Yeah, because it, it was like a red herring for a minute, because I... Knew nothing about this movie going in. Me, I nothing. And I'm like, is it going to be a possession movie? Is it going to be one of them you know, yeah, horror the, doll movies? The or? clip art does not convey anything about what this movie is going to be about. Well, I don't think this movie really knows what it's about. I, I, uh, one of my big problems with it, yes. But I, again, they they give her the lazy eye. They give her the doll thing. They make she sews. Uh, she's into. Uh, Weird, violent, and blood that apparently she just found out about. Mm-hmm. It, man, they're heaping so much onto this character that it gets very, very muddled and makes the story almost incomprehensible. Well, if you think about like the origin stories of other killers in other movies, it's a simple, usually a lot more linear, very simple. Mm-hmm. This one thing, this this is the core root. You're right, they tried to put, like you always say, a hat on a hat on a hat. There's just way too many... Things that she is supposed to represent in this movie. Yep. No, I didn't think about that part either, but yeah. Yeah, and it all kind of falls apart because most of it just kind of goes by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Because the ending, yeah, it has to do with dolls, I guess. And sort of the lazy eye, like they just kind of crammed it in there because she puts the eyeball on the uh, Frankenstein monster. Now, first of all... <laughs> 
See now here, here we're getting to parts. I love it. I love when I'm forcibly stopped because I know something good is bound to be coming. No, because I can. When you started talking, I lost my point. But no, the the part that I liked about this movie and the part that may, is going to make me rewatch it again because I will watch this movie again is the last fifteen minutes, which mm-hmm. I sat in a parking lot to watch. And all the things that I want in a horror movie, now that I'm starting to watch them, if I want to see something, I want to see some batshit crazy shit, and boy, did they deliver. Mm, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The last 15 minutes was easily, yeah, the best part of the film. Right. And it, and I just loved every second of it. It contained one of the only like interesting shots in the film, or as far as I thought. Which one? Well. Uh, the milk in the blood. Oh. <gasps> Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That was a cool shot. Yes, it was. But uh, just to go back to filmmaking, like, I, there wasn't anything that really interested me as far as, like, visually. Nothing that really popped for me besides that blood in the milk that made me go, ooh, that was rad. Okay. The, the other part, when she was, when you saw her at the end, she's disrobing. And you see her leaning over the tub washing, I thought was her leg. Yeah. And they pulled out. And it was the leg she took off, go-go boots. Uh-huh. I loved that shot. I thought, I was just like, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, but, like, all the it kills. It scratched that itch. All the kills I thought were kind of boring, except for the uh, the old go-go boots. See, the thing that is. That was fucking rad. Oh, yeah. Man, she shoves two scalpels into each side of her temple and just so, drops that boom. woman. It's fucking gnarly. It is gnarly as fuck. But, you see, I'm not as jaded. I have not seen as many of these before, so... I've seen a couple movies with, you know, ridiculous kills in it. But this is this is probably about the sixth movie I've seen with these crazy kills in it. So for me, this is still kind of new. So I loved every second of that. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, fuck no. Oh, it's going to cut off what? But that, that, okay, there was one cheap bit of imagery earlier in the movie, which also was just like getting hit with the clue bat. Mm-hmm. Um, when they had the doll with the red hands, the big red hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just like, oh, fuck you. I, I am not that stupid. Give me some credit, please. I, I got very irritated by the uh, cutting between her calling uh, Adam when she was standing in the shower with a dead cat. Yes. When they were cutting between that and the glass on the doll uh, case cracking. Yeah, for no reason, just cracking. Well, I know it's supposed to like, oh, it's representing the glass on the dolls falling apart, as is her life, and yada, yada. Like, yeah, man, I get it. You made it abundantly clear what was happening. Just show me her being a maniac in the shower with a dead cat, would you? Yeah, you actually, now that you mo- the doll didn't even need to be there. No. There's no reason for the doll. No, the... The only thing that the doll represents her psyche, obviously, because it's starting to crack. And then, in do you the, think they gave it that much thought? No, absolutely. It's very, very much not even subtext. Like yeah. it's right in front of you. When the doll breaks, is when she loses her fucking mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, man, I got it. You made it abundantly clear. You didn't need to show me like three times flashing between her and the doll. <laughs> like, I got it, man. Um. But I will tell you that the, everybody was a douchebag. Anna Ferris was a douchebag. Jason Patrick Light was a douchebag. Everybody was a douchebag. I loved it. Okay. That's also kind of a, a 
bad news scenario for your film when the highlight of your movie is Jeremy Sisto? <laughs> like, nothing against Jeremy Sisto. He was actually very good in this film. Yeah. But, like... He's got a very punchable face. He sure does. Just... <laughs> That scene where he was all, right before she kills him and he was all drunk. Yes. Like, man, fuck yeah. I'm glad she's going to take your hands, you son of a bitch. Oh, he was a a douche. Hanging out at the cafe, like, reading a book and chain smoking all day. Fuck you. Well, we all know him. Yeah, we all know that, dude. He's the sensitive auto mechanic. He's got rough hands, but a heart of gold. You know what really bothered me? There's that scene of uh, him and May sitting in that, like, old, old, broken-down truck. Yeah. And he was eating chips and salsa, and he was just dipping the chips into the jar. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that bothers me. You can't dip chips into a jar of salsa. They're not designed that way. They're not big enough to accommodate the chip. No, you gotta kind of put a little corner in, chip, and then you double dip, well, which, fucking no. Yeah, or you put it in a separate container. You bring something for your salsa. Just wa- Like a human being? I was watching that with Kayla, and immediately I was just like... He's eating salsa out of the jar, and it's really bugging me. <laughs> like, I don't know why I zeroed in on it. I was just like, hmm, that's really irritating. Mm. Fuck you, Jeremy Sisto. I just thought of another moment I liked. Remember, okay, this was when um, when she was at uh, Sisto's house. Mm-hmm. And I think they'd already watched the movie. Oh, no, no, they hadn't watched the movie yet. His the, movie? Yeah. Mm, let's not get into uh, that. <laughs> oh, that that was badly done. Yes. Anyway, we, the part that you like that you can't seem to think of. No, no. I, they, they had the prop knife. And when he goes to stab her, she thinks she's getting stabbed. And she gets this look on her face like, fuck yeah. Well, yeah. And then she doesn't get stabbed and she's mad. I love that. That well, was a great choice. Yeah, because they had established that uh, she was stabbing the end of her thumb with scalpels. Again, another weird characteristic that, like, they. It's another layer to this character that we didn't need because she does it a few times. Yeah, but that's. Then she does it to Anna Ferris. I was going to say, that's her meat cute with Anna Ferris. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. If I was Adam, I'd have probably bounced out of that uh, relationship as well, though. Oh, yeah. To be fair. Uh, I mean, she, she bit his lip and then wiped his blood on her face. Yeah, I would have noped then. No. That is exactly when he did. Right. It was the correct thing to do. At no time. I mean, he's a douchebag, yes. But I never, I never felt that he made a wrong choice or that he did the wrong thing. No, because he very clearly... Is, what any other person would take is clearly like, nope, I'm busy. I don't want to speak to you. Have a good one, May. Mm-hmm. He's never rude. He's never really a dick about it. Right. Yeah, he has a very punchable face. Yes. But that's just his face. Like It's like Mick Jagger in that way. Yes, yes, yes. Come here, what? Bam! I feel yeah. much better now. Oh, man. I would Except just open hand slap Mick Jagger. Except he's tiny. Yeah, good. He's about two foot nine. I feel bad about that. It's like kicking a puppy. Hobbit. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh man, what if Mick Jagger was a Hobbit? Ooh. What if Mick Jagger just played the Hobbit in all the Lord of the Rings? We've never actually seen his feet. That I'm sure there's pictures of Mick. Man, now after this, I have to have in my Google search history Mick Jagger's feet. Well, never. Okay, on that note, never look up Steven Tyler's feet. Oh God, 
Oh, did you see when they were putting up pictures of uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's feet? No. Oh, God. That's another good one. She has mutant toes, and it's hilarious. Oh, you got to... Seriously, though, take take a look at a picture of Stephen, Stephen Tyler's gnarly feet. It, it's so... No. You know, fuck it while we're at it. Just look up Steven Seagal holding a carrot. It's the funniest goddamn <laughs> picture you could ever hope to see. No, he looks at it very confused like he doesn't know what a carrot is. <laughs> And I'm not, I'll tell you off mic, but, uh, yeah, when people learn the context of that photo as well, it's very funny. Oh, I cannot wait to hear about this. Yes. But back to the movie. Fuck it. Let's just talk about Steven Seagal. (laughs) Steven Seagal running. (laughs) His acting choice is trying not to Welcome to Under Siege, the podcast. (laughs) Where we inundate you with Steven Seagal trivia. (laughs) Just fucking. That would be the worst podcast. And when we run out of shit to say, we'll just talk oh. about RoboCop 3 and nope. Battleship. Already did that. <laughs> RoboCop 3 is in the books. Oh, that was... <laughs> any, any, yeah. All right, yeah, back to May. Now we're way getting off subject. Um, Where were we? Uh, Anna Ferris. Let's go, let's oh, go yeah. for it. Oh, my God. Man, in a 2002 and brunette Anna Ferris... Man, mm. I, 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 again, I don't like being that dude that, like, man, she's hot, but, like, man, she's hot. <laughs> she's absolutely not my type at all, and I was like, wow. Like, God damn. And we had just looked this up before uh, recording because it was really bothering us. This was right after uh, Scary Movie 1 and 2. Yeah. Like, this was kind of before Anna Ferris was Anna Ferris. Yeah, she was just, she probably okayed that gig before she knew she was going to get better stuff. Yeah. I, so I mean, like, it's very Shit, possible. I got work. Okay, well, here, bring it on. Yeah, they probably. Ride this gravy train. Yeah, they probably shot Scary Movie 1 and 2, and then she went and shot this before at least one of them was released or shortly after. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds but about right. I, I, uh,. I, I didn't care for her character, though. Yeah, but it, she played... She it ex- didn't matter. No, actually, she didn't accept to be in more parts for the doll. Kind of. Which part was her? Neck. Was it? Yeah. You ever noticed that she'd always mention what she liked about people? Yeah. That that was the neck that was on the doll. Boring kill, too. Yeah, I was a little let down on that one. Uh, yeah, May just sits behind her, and they've been having a uh, a romantic relationship, I guess? ish yeah taught her how to kiss yeah and she uh just kind of casually cuts her throat with two uh yep uh the scalpels scalpels that's the word yep let's say syringes like ooh, that would have been a gnarly fucking death would have taken a while (laughs) too yeah watching someone get their throat slashed with a rig oh man take a while too (laughs) take about 700 of them as well yeah Mm -hmm. anyway yeah i don't know man just Anna Ferris's character, like, yeah, it just seemed like it didn't need to be there. Like, it was supposed to be quirky and funny, but it wasn't? The, I didn't think, anyway. I didn't think this movie was trying to be funny in the slightest. Really? Yeah. That was one of my biggest faults with this film, is it felt like somebody trying to do comedy who doesn't know how to do comedy. Maybe it's because it was so bad I didn't recognize it as comedy. Maybe. Because I didn't see, I didn't even see him trying to be funny. Really? Really. Like, all the, uh, like, quirky girl stuff. I didn't even read it that way. I was thinking more about autistic because of my kid, you know? I was just like, oh. Because I saw, like I said, I saw certain aspects of the personality, and I'm like, oh, so my brain went into that direction, not thinking about quirky new girl. I was thinking about 
oh, wow, socially stunted and able to communicate. I know all about that, you know? So I, I projected something else onto this movie. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, there were other moments that were I, I thought were kind of played for comedy, but, like, mm, that's super-duper not funny. Like, what the hell is happening in this film? Yeah. The other things I don't like is, like, it's hard for me to watch embarrassing situations, even in movies or TV. Yeah. And there was a fuck ton of that, and that made me uncomfortable. And yeah. Then, then the eye shit. Uh-huh. I still like the movie. So here's one thing, another one of those things that really bothered me was it was almost in the beginning where they're in the elevator and that couple's making out in front of May. Okay, I didn't understand and the, that. And the dude stops and, like, looks at her and, like, points at her to the girl that he's making out with, like... Hey, what's yeah, up with all... Are, you guys are making out in front of a stranger in an elevator. No, I think you're the fucking problem in this situation. What's up with Mr. Bismus over here? Come on. Yeah, how dare this woman take an elevator in her apartment building? Like, <sighs> fucking shut up, movie. This is stupid. Again, although it's... I'm gonna say it again. It seemed like all those things that, like, somebody who wants to be weird or has no actual understanding of what weird people are like, mm-hmm. trying to make a movie about a weird person, like, yeah, that doesn't match up. That doesn't add up. That's not. Yeah. And this isn't how people react to weird people. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you. I still like a bunch of parts of it, though. You have no idea how much I wanted to turn it off when she rearranged the letters from the ashtray. Oh. Trying to make a new name. Yam? Out of, yeah, out of May. Why the f- There's three fucking letters. Uh-huh. And it ends on Amy, and she looks real proud of herself, like, Yeah, dipshit! Should have done Maya. Yeah. At least yeah, at least it would have been something interesting. Yeah. Why Why did the weird golem come to life? To, to, to fuck with your perception. Mm-hmm. You know, That's why I was bringing it uh, up, because it was stupid. Because there were no other supernatural elements of this film whatsoever. That's why I liked it. Because it ends on a supernatural element that doesn't exist? Doesn't explain nothing. I love it. But at no point has she been like seeing visions or anything. God damn it, you obstinate son of a bitch. That was a cool-ass, scary-looking fucking golem. No, it was not. Oh, man, that golem looked real bad, James. Yeah, scary bad. I'm going to throw this lighter at you. Stop staring me dead in the eyes. <laughs> it's a, I, I, was, I love that fucking... I, I love the golem on this. And that hand with the broken fingers and shit caressing her cheek. I'm like, oh, yeah. Hey, I really wanted to see her kill Jeremy Sisto, though. Yeah. Because it's a character that we had been with for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Like, man, come on. Come on Something come on, spectacular. Come on, come on, come on. I also didn't kind of didn't like that she killed the cat. That seemed very inconsistent with her character. Yeah, but, the, you know, the golem needed hair. What? That was on top of the fucking head. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah. Uh. Uh. You see the tail hanging in the back and shit? <laughs> no. Wow. She had a Davy Crockett golem. I fucking love that. That made it even scarier. It's like, oh, that's the fucking cat. Ew. Oh, man. And then the fake eye with the real eye and the real eye rolled down. Ew. I, I, I did kind of like... The way that she killed uh, the Adam's girlfriend or one night stand. Yeah. She d- is demanding that Adam touch her face. Uh. He's like, you know what? Fine, I'll touch your fucking face. And as soon as he does, she just whips her arm out while still looking at Adam and stabs this woman in the jugular. I loved it. That was pretty good. 
I, I did like it because it was that underplayed, just kind of just shink. And this woman's fucking dead. Well, that's however, a... they could have cut the entire reaction from Jeremy Sisto. Yeah, the real bad. <laughs> Sounded like an old timey car horn. Like man, did anyone edit this fucking film? Oh, we need an extra minute. Hey, Sisto, give us another. <laughs> yeah. Give us a good scream. Yeah, you're super scared. Come on, do it. But that's what I I don't understand. Like, you brought up an interesting point before we had started recording that there was almost no technology even for 2001 in this film. And And I don't know. I thought maybe it was a statement that the film was trying to make. I don't know because everything looked kind of modern. It did, but didn't. I guess the clothes were not really of the era that the movie was in, but they weren't really of... It was just kind of real vague-looking stuff. Yeah, and... I, I, mm. Everything about this movie really turns me off, James. It's a very 2000... Like, between 2000 and 2008, mm-hmm. it was a real bad time for horror. Really? It was a lot of this and a lot of... Uh, your uh, super gimmicky final destination yeah and your uh, so I, I knows what's used dids last summers yes and uh your uh films made by convicted pedophiles there's quite Je- a few of them jeepers there. creepers oh i forgot about that and they let him make another fucking movie with kids sure in it. did like everybody knew and they let him do it anyway convicted yeah after making powder Oh, of touching kids. Yeah. Oh dear. Then he made Jeepers Creepers, and then they crowdfunded Jeepers Creepers too, and people gave him money directly. Mm, No. Don't watch Jeepers Creepers or pay for anything related to what that. I forget his name because I refuse to learn it. But yeah, he was convicted of touching a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, this this was not a great age for horror. It was. (laughs) It just like I said, there was not very many shots that I think were interesting in this. I thought it was very by the numbers. And we're back! Ooh. Holy <laughs> Shit. dookie. Yeah, the uh, the computer just decided it was full again and decided to stop recording. So we had we we gotta hurry this the fuck up. Oh yes, because we're running out uh, of space. <laughs> we're running out of goddamn fumes. How <laughs> about it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> The computer and us. Yeah, how about it? Um, James, May, uh, would you recommend it? I would recommend it. Okay. Just for the kills at the end. Okay. And that's only if you're, you know, a young, <laughs> a new if, horror movie if you're, watcher. If you're one of them young upstart horror fans. Yeah, you know, just getting into the game. Don't know a lot about it. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. Hey, I tried, man. I committed to that fucking bit. I know you did. For no reason It was a real valiant effort that was like... It's like trying really hard to poop. (laughs) You you know it's just going to get flushed. You know it's a turd, but you still got to put in the extra effort. Put all in that effort, all that extra effort, and it's a pebble. (laughs) That's what just happened. Yep. It's a real hemorrhoid of a podcast we got here. (laughs) Anyway... Yeah, don't watch May. May's, or, a, May's a real piece of shit. Or do, because, you know, it was kind of fun. May, People like it. I tried to watch it the other night, and, like, 
we turned it on. Kayla was just like, turn this the fuck off. Watch this when I'm not here. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so don't watch me. It sucks shit. But it is free on Tubi currently if you would like to. And yes. I th- and I think Pluto. And this is one of those that I've seen on streaming services for years. Like, I knew exactly what movie this was by ah. its clip art bef- when you had suggested it. Like, yeah, I've been avoiding that for like 15 years. Apparently they can't even give it away. <laughs> yep. Is there a streaming service we haven't heard of? <laughs> and you should watch it immediately. So. <laughs> oh, Milky. Oh, thank you, Disco Pistols. Dog shit opinions. Anyway, right. uh, James... I learned it from you, man. I learned it from you. (laughs) Any plugs? No plugs. Let's fucking wrap this up. I could use some hair plugs, but other than that. No, no, absolutely not. And I I want to tell you publicly that I was super angry at you when you showed up with shorter hair and a shorter trimmed beard, like looking like a human being. Because I'm used to you walking into my home in like four coats, a hat, frazzled as shit, tired, on another goddamn plane of existence on caffeine, just wild, bushy hair and fucking crazy and then you walk in all nice and dapper looking, and the first thing you say to me is, I'm on a shitload of amphetamines right now. <laughs> Perfectly calm, reasonable, we banged out a good podcast, and I was irritated as hell for at it. <laughs> you for it, anyway. Oof, I stumbled. Do you have anything to plug? <laughs> uh, just your mother. I don't know, man. Except that no. huge wave of anger for <laughs> a very little reason. Yeah. You made me watch May. That's why I'm angry. I had to pay you back from some of the other dog shit movies you made me watch. Oh, yeah. I think I still owe you a couple, buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but to be fair, whenever we've done dog shit ones, I take diligent notes so you don't have to. I had six pages on end of days, James. I'm so sorry. The movie ruled. Anyway, let's get the fuck out of here. Now we're just <laughs> on that note. Let's babble, went. Babble, babble, babble. Let's went. Just fucking won't goddamn stop. Hey, Cisco, let's went. What? You ever watch a Cisco kid? Cisco kid? You know, you never the, watched the this. food distributor? No, Cisco kid with Duncan Ronaldo I'm, and Pancho, his assistant. Okay, now I am ready to end the podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Fuck. <laughs>